Today's episode of the WAC Podcast is brought to you by Hercules Tires, the official tire of the Western Athletic Conference. Now here are your hosts, Eric Danner and Rachel Vigil. Welcome into the WAC Podcast, Eric Danner and Rachel Vigil, both in the WAC offices, but we're following the social distancing guidelines and we're in our separate offices. So Eric, how are you today? Doing okay, Rachel. Happy President's Day as we record this on Monday. Happy Valentine's Day as that was on Sunday. So it was uh, quite an eventful week. Um, I, I'm now a kind of a Denver resident, if you will, did the big move. So I will no longer have John Elway and Sidney Moncrief behind me in the uh, background on the podcast. I know. Well, congratulations on your move up here. A little bit closer commute for you. We're excited that you're able to have that now and uh, maybe not have so much like different weather. I know that's always been something we've joked about how the weather in Colorado Springs is totally different than it can be up here some days. Well, the, the weather in Denver, the weather all over the WAC this past week was wacky, I guess is the word. I mean, Stephenville, Texas, so we were supposed to have volleyball matches Monday and Tuesday and those have been canceled because of ice storms. And if you've watched the news, uh, Houston had two inches of snow. I mean, they're on the coast. This doesn't usually happen. Yeah, no joke down there in Texas. Uh, speaking of Texas, though, we do want to pass along our condolences again to the entire Lou Hill family as well as the UTRGB family. But with the passing of men's basketball coach Lou Hill, they have now found an interim head coach. Jay Stedman's going to be the interim head coach. He's been with the Vaqueros uh, since 2014, so he predates uh, when Lou Hill was there. He's uh, been around college basketball a long time, was a uh, G League coach for the RGV Vipers, so very experienced. We did a story on him a few years ago before he got here, Rachel. Uh, your predecessor, Jesse Punch, did a fantastic story on Jay and some of the health issues he had a, a few years back. So here's a guy, uh, another maybe you could say father figure type of coach and uh, uh, probably the perfect guy for the situation. Uh, again, such a terrible tragedy, uh, losing uh, Lou Hill uh, at the age of 55. But, uh, you, you know, Coach Hill would have wanted the team to go on. And, and I think that's, that's what the team's going to do here. Again, our thoughts and prayers are with their entire UTRGV community as well as Coach Hill's family. Looking ahead to some basketball, though, uh, on the road to WAC Vegas this week, we're going to have Seattle U men's basketball head coach Jim Hafer joining us. Talk a little bit about that spotlight game as well as what Lou Hell meant to him and the relationship that they were able to have during his time here in the WAC. So look be, or be on the lookout for that one as well. And But let's talk about uh, the Red Hawks getting a very mm -hmm. big win this past weekend over New Mexico State. Yeah, first time since 2018 that they beat New Mexico State. And again, it's these back-to-backs. And Coach Chris Jan said his team is like a Jekyll and Hyde this year. Uh, in the in the first couple of times they've done these Fridays and Saturdays, they lost to CBU, came back, played strong the second night, did the same thing at Seattle U. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens next week with uh, New Mexico State. But with the Red Hawks, they're they're uh, a very tough team. Uh, Dar Darian Trammell, our WAC Ticket Smarter Player of the Week. He's an outstanding guard. Uh, Riley Grigsby, one of the top scorers in the conference. So that's going to be a, a heck of a matchup, uh, especially given all the emotion that's going to be going on down at UTRGV on Friday. Darian Trammell is not the Player of the Week. Fardas Amak. Yes, he was the week before. You're yep. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I was going to say, what can I... Um, I'll, I'll say I'll try to think of something here. So okay. three, two, one. The Red Hawks have a tremendous team. Darian Trammell was our WAC Ticket Smarter Player of the Week last week. And, of course, Riley Grigsby, one of the top scorers in the conference. So Jim Hayford has a very good-looking team. And 
Rachel, we keep saying this, but it's going to be so much fun when we get to WAC Vegas because we really don't know which versions of these teams we're going to see because on any given night, Seattle, you can play great. New Mexico State can play great. UTRGV can play great. It's going to be a fun tournament. I cannot wait for it. You know, we're talking about those back-to-backs and it's like every series, it seems to be going one way, right? Like one team wins one night, the other one wins the other night. That's happened for UVU and Dixie State. Dixie State able to get the win on Saturday, UVU getting it on Friday. And same with CBU, even with Sac State, they may not be in the whack, but it's that same kind of motion, I guess, that they're just splitting these series. It is. And Dixie State, uh, hats off to John Judkins, who you had on the road to WAC Vegas a few weeks ago. They have three wins in the WAC this year. And I don't know what the expectations were coming in. Obviously, they probably had very high expectations. But for a brand new school to come in, get three wins to beat Utah Valley uh, this past week. And again, they split. Uh, Fardaz Amak had 25 rebounds in that second game. And that uh, matched his high and is also the the uh, all-time high at Utah Valley. And he's our WAC Ticket Smarter Player of the Week in part due to that. And he's leading the nation in rebounding. Rachel, we keep waiting for him to drop off. That I mean, he can't maintain this pace of getting 15, 16 rebounds a game, but he keeps doing it week after week. He's a tremendous player. He is, and it's been so much fun to watch him t- too. And I had him on, I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but I've had him on um, Instagram live with me. And he is so passionate about the conference in Utah Valley that it makes it even more fun to watch him knowing just how passionate it is. So hats off to him. And yeah, I mean, the fact that he is this UVU record now, uh, first year, here we go. I love it. He's only a sophomore, Rachel. That's that's the other thing we have to keep in mind. He transferred from Mercer, sat out last year, and still has three years left to go, or two years after this year. But he, he's he's a kid. He, he doesn't really look like a kid, but he's a kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that he is. But it has definitely been fun to watch, and I know the future is very bright for him. But I mentioned CBU taking on Sac State this past weekend as well, and again, there's that split series. And it was a heartbreaker that that second day on Sunday. So they played Saturday, Sunday. CB originally was going to play UTRGV. And of course, we just talked about how the uh, UTRGV team did not make that trip this week. So they were able to get Sacramento State to come into Riverside. And they won that first game. But that second game, Rachel, they should have won that second game too. But uh, that, that, that was a heartbreaker for the uh, Lancers. It was a heartbreaker indeed. All right, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to talk some women's hoops. We would like to thank our sponsors of the WAC Podcast. Hercules Tires and Adidas. Now, back to Eric and Rachel. Welcome back to the WAC Podcast. Women's Hoops, Eric. I cannot believe we keep saying this week after week. The Lancers of CBU are still undefeated. Still undefeated and really haven't uh, been challenged. I mean, they've been challenged, I should say, but haven't been down to the wire in any of these games, Rachel. They, they, they are just so powerful and and they have so many weapons. We've seen Brittany Thomas get player of the week. We've seen Caitlin Harper get player of the week. I had to look twice uh, on Monday here, Rachel, that Ani Oleta, this was her first whack ticket smarter player of the week this year. Obviously she was our preseason player of the year, but first time getting player of the week. And she had a tremendous week in terms of assists and points. Wow. Yeah. I feel like we've been, we're talking about her all the time. <laughs> so that is come like a very surprising that this is only the first time. I feel like every single time we talk about her because she's just throwing up huge numbers. And she was leading the nation in, in assists according to one stat that I saw. I still have to check on this officially because I'm not sure since they're transitioning if she's allowed, if, if the NCAA stats recognize that. But I mean, she, she averaged double digits in assists this week again at UTRGV. Tough 
road matchup there and CBU keeps rolling along. And, and Rachel, this is the series we've been looking forward to all season long coming up this week. I cannot wait. Grand Canyon heading out to Riverside on CBU. This will be such a good like series. I, this is one that you definitely need to mark your calendars for. Get ready. Spend your afternoons watching this because you're right. This is going to be a really good series. And GCU coming off uh, a split series at Utah Valley. Now, Utah Valley, another very good team. GCU now 6-2 and two in the WAC. They are 14-4 and four overall. CBU 18-0 and overall. When you look at, especially at those, those overall numbers, Rachel, those are the top two teams in the league, and this could have a lot to do. I mean, uh, CBU, I, I, I don't know, even if they lost these two games, they probably would be the number one seed in the tournament. But GCU definitely wants to show that they can play with, with what's currently the top team in the league. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to watch that one. Uh, a school is typically a powerhouse, being New Mexico State, even on the women's side. We typically look at them as a powerhouse, but they end up splitting the series with Seattle U. The Yagi, just not the team we're used to seeing over these past couple of years. Yeah, right now, two and four in the whack. So they're, this kind of happened last year. It started with Rachel. If you remember, they were kind of hovering around that three, four, five, six seed. And, the, and it's so close, especially when we get to tournament time. And if you remember, you know, before the tournament got canceled, that uh, first uh, one of those first games we got to see was New Mexico State, and they advanced to the semifinals. So they've kind of started to figure it out as the season went along. So it'll be interesting to see if the Aggies in the next three weeks here left in the season kind of do the same pattern and see if they can uh, get, get into the tournament and then start winning. Mm-hmm. We'll see and look forward to that. Well, Eric, we have so much going on here in the WAC. We were talking <laughs> before we got on camera. We have every single sport going, and you are actually leaving tomorrow to head out to Dixie because we have the WAC Women's Swing Championship. Yeah, I'll be, be headed out to uh, St. George. I'm excited uh, to go out for the women's, women's Swimming Championships. Then you go to UNLV the week after that for the Men's Swimming Championships. The Diving Championships are going to be at Northern Arizona next week as well. Then we'll be into WAC Vegas just a week after that, and then it's just rolling and rolling. But yeah, we have softball, baseball, cross country, tennis, golf, men's soccer, women's soccer, volleyball, men's women's basketball, everything's going at the same time, obviously for the first time in the history of our conference, because we've never had to have all these sports that are normally in the fall play in the spring. Yes. And baseball is one of those sports, UTRG, Grand Canyon and Sacramento state all picked to win the title this year. So a three-way tie. And it should be a very exciting year in baseball, especially given that the coaches could not decide on one clear-cut favorite heading into the season. And when you look at those three teams, they're all very strong, and there could be some other contenders that aren't amongst those three. But, yeah, a very exciting baseball season starting this week, Rachel. It's baseball season. I, I don't – my head can't wrap itself around that. <laughs> I, we, I know we had softball, and I was like, all right, we got softball rolling, but now baseball – Speaking of softball, uh, ECU, six games, Utah Valley and Tarleton haven't even played yet. And, and that happens sometimes with the weather, like we had talked about earlier out, you know, Tarleton, they, they had to cancel some volleyball games, some indoor sports because of the weather in Texas, where you would think, you know, it's not going to be cold and icy and all that good stuff. But Grand Canyon had great weather. Uh, they were able to play a uh, number of games this past week. So Kudos to them for getting those games in and scheduling a number of opponents. But uh, that's kind of how I, I guess it goes when uh, when you're playing those outdoor sports. Yeah, and you mentioned volleyball and having to get some cancellations. Well, we have some big matches this week, but hopefully we don't have to have any cancellations for GCU at New Mexico State. So last year's championship, 
both of them, 4-0, they will be playing tonight and tomorrow, Tuesday. So that'll be a really good matchup. And by the time this goes out, we'll probably know a winner for one of those games. Yeah, actually, the the first matchup on Monday is at 3 o'clock, so almost uh, right after we get done with this, and then uh, at noon on Tuesday, and again, New Mexico State having to play in El Paso, so that's where those matches will be, but uh, yeah, two of the best teams so far, at least record-wise, the only two 4-0 teams in the WAC, and they get to match up against each other. And then looking at men's and women's soccer as well, just lots going on there, but it's definitely fun to see soccer back. Um, I've thoroughly enjoyed covering all of the soccer championships, but looking at men's soccer, we've got our players of the week. We do. We have uh, Kevin Gutev from UIW, which is Incarnate Word. Big upset, I guess you could say, beating UNLV this past weekend. And also Akili Kasim, who was our WAC uh, MVP of the tournament last year, the goalkeeper from Seattle U, also named Player of the Week. They had a big win at Houston Baptist. So men's soccer were well into the conference season. They're playing one match a week. Uh, typically against a conference opponent. Women's soccer on the other side, Rachel, they've been playing non-conference to start with, but conference play starting this week. And they're doing more of the model of volleyball and basketball where you go to one site and you play two matches. So they're going to play Thursday and Saturday primarily, but that starts this week. Yeah, it's hard to believe. And we also have tennis and golf going on too, Eric. So <laughs> there's so much going on in the WAC, but it's definitely it fun. So uh, everybody stay tuned with our Twitter and Instagram as well. Um, you're going to see a ton of different highlights going out through there through the next couple of months, I guess I should say, not even just weeks, like months. Uh, but that is going to round out today's WAC podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you guys next time. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And check out our website at waxsports.com.